Well, welcome to the new episode of the Christ-Centered Cosmic Civilization. And we're going to pivot to what is apparently a very different subject, which is mathematics, maths. Um, We have been looking at angels for several episodes, and we will come back to them in, in, in different ways later. But maths, it isn't totally disconnected from angels and the heavenlies, as we'll see in these coming episodes. Um, just consider how in the Bible, when the living God wishes to measure the dimensions of the new creation temple in Ezekiel, an angel does that, and same in the book of Revelation with measuring device, as if numbers and mathematics come naturally to the angelic creatures. They're very reliable in handling numbers. We see that in the way that they are involved in the gathering in of the saved and the division uh, of the saved and unsaved and all that, the, the sort of accountancy work that they do on the day of judgment. And uh, we'll see how the in, in Ezekiel especially, the mathematical precision, the geometrical precision of the angels there. But what I'm going to begin with in this first uh, of these episodes about maths is I'm actually going to share the as an introduction to the theological importance of numbers. Uh, I'm going to share essentially um, a sermon that I preached at Mount Pleasant Baptist Church. Well, not quite 10 years ago, but seven, eight, nine years ago. Because um, Mount Pleasant Baptist Church in Swansea helped to launch the the taking of all the, these ideas about how Jesus makes sense of everything and rules a cosmic empire uh, and, and express them in practical church life. In We did um, events. Steve Levy would um, think up and design these special study days in which a different area of reality would we would get to grips with it and there'd be practical um experiments kind of for people to get involved in and experiences and activities we'll think about that as we go on but the maths was one of these and we had a sunday special about it and it seemed good to kind of share just something of that first initial introduction to maths. Because numbers make sense of life. Numbers give meaning, measurement, quantity, size, weight to the world around us. Without being able to give those values to things, almost nothing sort of has any real meaning or or value to us because numbers give value to everything a value of size weight age cost popularity quantity and that amounts to giving meaning meaning we all do take numbers seriously uh, and that's important to say because sometimes people go oh i'm not really a maths person 
I'm not a numbers person. I Maths just isn't my thing. I don't bother with maths. Um, but that isn't true. Everybody, everybody takes numbers very seriously. No matter whether we enjoyed maths in school or not, whether we think we're good at numbers or maths or not, the truth is we all base our lives on numbers, on mathematics, the numbers that make sense of life, that tell us how we are doing. Like, if you listen to a person uh, describe their life, their age, what they have, how much they earn, how much they weigh, how tall they are, all kinds of things, they use numbers to do that. And it's not just a human thing. The living God gave us numbers to make sense of life. Numbers and maths uh, are written into the world by Jesus, the divine emperor. And numbers and maths are written into your life at the deepest level. You are mathematical and Jesus designed you to be so. I mean, even animals know how to do maths. And there's lots of experiments that show this, that math isn't just a human thing. Animals do maths. So if you have a pet dog, take three dog biscuits and let your dog see the three dog biscuits and that you put into your pocket. You can even put them in a plastic bag sealed so to prevent smell seepage. Um. Then give the dog just two of those three dog biscuits and see if your dog can do maths. You'll find they can. So forget whether you were good at algebra or geometry or long divisions or anything like that. It doesn't matter whether you think you're good at those forms of mathematical expression or not, because every day you do maths to make sense of the world around you. And you do this because the living God created the universe with numbers from the very beginning. And as we've thought, think about the numbers that you care very deeply about. Like if you want to know how many hours to the end of your day, work, work day, or how many days till your holiday, maths and numbers are important to you. If you're waiting for a test result or if you've been told how long you've got to live. If somebody owes you money. You care about numbers then. You don't go, oh, it doesn't really matter where, how, where, how much you owe me uh, or how, what the bill is that I think you should pay me. I'm not really good on numbers, so it doesn't matter. Just, you know, whatever. Nobody says that. When you're trying to lose weight, we pay a great uh, deal of attention to numbers. And a whole week we can feel high or low based on the addition or subtraction of a few usually quite small numbers. We do. So we're doing maths. Some of us know the numbers for the size of our waist, our chests, our biceps, because well, and other body parts too, because we give meaning and value to ourselves based on these numbers. 
um, and blood pressure, heart rate, all kinds of things. Wet cholesterol, whatever. When we're taking exams and waiting on results, the numbers will tell us whether we have passed or failed, whether we've made the grade or not. When we're assessed at work, whether we've achieved our goals or hit our targets, the numbers will reveal everything. Numbers tell us the state of our bank balance, whether we can buy things we dream about. We may even do things like choosing lottery numbers in the distant, ridiculous hope that those random numbers will translate into one big number on a check. Hardly anything is taboo anymore. We like to pretend that we can talk about anything in public without any shame. And yet, questions about the amount of money we earn or money we owe seem to be the most personal numbers we ever speak about. You know, if you just walk straight up to someone and say, I would like to know how much you're earning. They won't tell you. It's like, oh, that's too intimate. But they might tell you what other generations would consider to be extremely personal, but they won't want to get into the numbers around money. Numbers and maths matter to us when perhaps we are comparing the costs of things, repairs, phone bills, insurance quotes, interest rates. When we set our alarm clock for the morning or work, uh, and we're working out just how many hours of sleep we got last night. Maths translates into meaning quickly. We like people to know our birthday numbers. Perhaps we don't want the exact date of our birth, the exact year of our birth. But uh, in general, we like that. Our phone number has great importance, even if we have trouble remembering it. Perhaps we care about the number of friends, likes we have, shares on social media. People talk about, quote, the number when they speak of their past relationships, either with open pride or shame. In school, children might know who is the number one friend, who is number five, and they even tell each other whether they've moved up or down the list. Later in life, we might be aware of the numbers that do define our health, our life expectancy. You know, when you're 15... Who knows the cholesterol numbers, but many of us do when we're 50 or 60 or 70. And all those numbers about white blood cell count, blood sugar levels, PSA, all kinds of markers. These numbers, we pay attention to them all day, every day. We measure our life by numbers and give meaning to our life by numbers. So... Numbers, mathematics, let's just think of the concept of numbers to begin with. Every single one of us has numbers that mean all the world to us, and they do give meaning and value to everything in the world. And whether we liked maths, whether we think we're good at it, we care about numbers. So studying 
maths, mathematics, is in reality about unlocking some of the deepest aspects of the universe. Maths and numbers are a window into the very mind of God. They enable us to kind of read the mind of the divine emperor, the cosmic Christ. The great British physicist Paul Dirac said that God used beautiful mathematics in creating the world. The Bible, the Bible tells us to number our days. The living God, this cosmic Christ has counted out your days and has numbered every one of them from the days that you wish you could forget to the days you want to remember forever. Now, we might forget most of our days, but he numbers them all and he knows the number of your final day. He's numbered your days, my days. He's multiplied gifts to us and divided our lives into stages. All of this is the language of the Bible. Numbering, multiplication, addition, subtracting, division. In your life, he adds and he takes away. The Lord adds and the Lord takes away. And through it all, he wants you to find meaning and blessing in him. He numbers your days. He wants to teach you to number your days, to use the deep maths of life to know who you are and where you're going. And when we understand how God uses the language of maths, not just for keeping the whole universe ordered, but also for solving the equation of your own heart and mind, then numbers concern every one of us. And it, just so we're clear, like this business about the deep structural nature of maths and numbers in, in the cosmos um those that do not believe in truth and order don't believe in the divine kingdom the idea of maths is is actually quite offensive to people because maths betrays this deep shows maths maths reveals this deep order and structure to the universe so the poet Lord Byron wanted to live without any rules at all. And he went all around Europe in drunken chaos, having affairs with both men and women as he tried to break all the laws of God. He didn't like maths because he couldn't break the rules of maths. Those were rules that he couldn't break. He said it would give him great pleasure to make two plus two equal five because he knew that the unchanging logic of maths meant that in the end there really are rules given by the cosmic emperor that can't be changed by human beings. So numbers give meaning to everything. They are a gift of the divine empire to order and measure the heavens and the earth. So instead of just the meaningless chaos that's there at the beginning of Genesis 1, 
that isn't, and we're going to look into this in more depth, um, that that is mastered and, and ordered by numbers. So without God, life doesn't add up. But with him, we see what counts and how things do add up. Numbers remind us over and over and over again that we can't just make up our own reality, make our own rules, create our own identity or invent our own life. Because numbers obviously measure the world out there around us, but they actually measure each and every one of us inside also. Uh, if there are numbers and rules and order, then our lives are not meaningless chaos. What we do matters. Our actions can be valued and our days can be numbered. Psalm 90 reminds us that we might live to be 70 or 80, 80 but sooner or later, we will die with a moan and it will come so quickly. And so the prayer of Psalm 90 verse 12 is, teach us to number our days. Just as we use numbers to measure our weight, our money, our popularity, our age, our success, the living God then tells us over and over again in the Bible to use numbers, to get wisdom, to see ourselves as we really are, to face up to the truth about our lives, that we are weighed and measured. Even the darkest truths we don't want to face, they need to be weighed and measured. We might think our days pass without notice, that nothing really matters, that nobody knows or cares. Perhaps we think our actions don't count, don't add up to anything. We may think our bad actions are uncounted, are not weighed and measured. But the truth is we are weighed in the balances of the courts of heaven and we are counted and measured in the records of God. And we think about that uh, in the way, again, the angels have this accountancy dimension to them. We'll perhaps have time to look at that more carefully in future weeks. But think of your own bank account, where everything you spend is recorded in statements. We can see how much we've spent at Amazon or eBay or whatever subscriptions and in, uh, things we've bought, how much on entertainment, clothes, food, alcohol, other things. Many of us perhaps hate to go through bank accounts because we don't want to see those numbers. We don't want to feel that kind of clarity of numbering, weighing, counting. The truth is that everything about us is weighed and measured, counted, valued, and that's both wonderful and fearful to know. So you might we might think we don't matter or nobody takes us seriously, but the truth is that the cosmic emperor and the angelic hosts, and some of them very specifically, take us very seriously 
And because the Divine Emperor loves us so much and takes us that seriously, everything about us is recorded and counted and uh, put in a book. And uh, when the living God became a human being to live among us, he told us one of the most incredible truths ever. It's something that I still find almost impossible to believe at one level, and it's this, that God the Father in the highest heaven numbers, counts, the hers on our heads. He bothers to number, count, the smallest details of our lives. He bothers to count and number details of our bodies that you and I would never really think about and think, well, who would be so bothered to know exactly how many hers they have on their own head? You, we might obsess about the size of certain muscles or, or how big our waist is, but him, the, the Heavenly Father, uh, numbers every part. The living God knows our value. He knows how much you are worth to him. And Jesus values the human soul, your soul, more than all the money in the world. You might think you are worth nothing. But he sets a number, a price, a value on you that is more than the whole world. And he will buy your freedom even though it costs him everything he has, he will pay any price, any number to set you free. And that is, in fact, what he has done. You are numbered and valued by the living God. Whatever numbers you use to give yourself meaning, know that the living God measures you and takes you more seriously. He numbers your days, weighs your words and actions, not in order to condemn you, but in order that we might be free, saved, secure, rescued forever. So 2,500 years ago, King Belshazzar was a great king in the mighty Babylonian Empire, and he could do whatever he wanted with his power and wealth, seemed to rule the ancient world, and he held a huge party for the top thousand celebrities with all the most beautiful women and the greatest wine and food in the world. We are told he was so caught up in his pleasures and popularity, well, that he had forgotten to number his days. So he forgot the numbers that really mattered and was absorbed in the ones that don't. And in the middle of the party, a strange hand appeared a hand from the cosmic empire, who wrote on the wall words that only the ancient prophet Daniel could explain. Mene, mene, tekel, parsin. They were mathematical words. Mathematical words out of a math textbook. Calculating Belshazzar's life. Weighed, weighed, numbered, divided. That's what was written. Weighed, weighed, numbered, divided. Belshazzar was weighed, days numbered. It was his final day, and all he had was to be divided 
from him. So uh, let's bring this to a conclusion for our introduction one, which is really saying this, that Jesus obviously fills everything in every way. And so mathematics is not a neutral area of academic thought, but is also filled with this glory of the divine emperor. And as we'll see, Lord, the Lord Jesus is the supreme divine mathematician. And he orders everything uh, in the heavens and the earth using mathematics. Job 14 verse 5, a person's days are determined. You have decreed the number of his months and set limits he cannot exceed. One of the first books of the Bible is simply called Numbers. Because in that book, the church family is numbered and taken seriously. Just as the Father numbers our days and the hairs on our heads, so the book of Numbers teaches us to take one another seriously in the same way. Everything is about us is noted and valued, given meaning and purpose. And mathematics is a tool of that. And just because mathematics has sometimes been abstracted away, from theology and meaning into sort of sometimes just commercial or extremely hypothetical and abstract spheres doesn't mean that's what maths is really about. Maths is really about meaning and purpose. Numbers then and mathematics, it's forgiving definition and purpose, weight, and value. So S. Gooder says this, the essence of mathematics is not to make simple things complicated, but to make complicated things simple. So when we start our next episode, we're going to begin with the, uh, perhaps trying to see what the origin of numbers themselves are, and uh, how to go from there.